Hey, Donnie here. I wanted to tell you about Champions 90. Champions 90 isn't a workout routine or a fitness routine. This is about you transforming your life mentally, giving yourself an upgrade while you build to business freedom. Champions 90 is about you getting quiet with your thoughts, staying focused on building your business and getting you to freedom. Come join the challenge at champions90.com. I think it's a lot more fun in life when you get a chance to hang out with other people that are championing their own life and going for it. We've launched a Facebook group called Donnie Success Champions Group. Man, come hang out with us. Um, every day we are having uplifting, badass conversations that are just you know, helping people go further in their life. So if you want to, go to Facebook, come hang out, Donnie Success Champions Group. We'll be glad to see you. All right, guys, this is going to be a kick-ass episode. I've been checking out Brad's stuff, dude. Let me tell you, this dude is into some pretty badass stuff out in the UK, so I'm looking forward to this. But I'm Donnie Bovee, and this is Donnie Success Champion, the Brad Burton. Welcome to the show, my brother. Tell me your story. So, Donnie, I, um, my dad left when I was six months old. I left school with no qualifications. Uh, I moved house 14 times between the ages of eight and, and, and 14. I... Uh, I got shot at when I was 21 years old. I uh, done four years on benefits. I've been addicted to drugs twice. And basically, my teacher said to me, I'd never amount to anything. And up until 31 years, he was absolutely right. He was on the fucking money. I, um, 31, I, I, I basically started a business off. I walked out of a job, told my employer to shove his job up his ass, and walked and started a business off. 25,000 UK pounds in debt, no income, no fucking idea, and now that organization that I started 13 years on is, um, is, is the largest joined up business network in the UK, a company called 4Networking, which is a direct rival to the likes of BNI uh, over, over in the States and whatever. Um, started 4Networking off, written four books, I'm the highest rated and reviewed business author on Amazon in the UK. And also, I am a motivational speaker now. I get booked by global brands like JCB, Costa Coffee, which you guys may or may not know about, uh, the NHS, blah, 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 blah. The fucking list goes on. So somewhere along the way, I've created a niche where I am fundamentally me for all your audience who are checking in, man. You know, I, I'm not your conventional speaker. Look at me, tattoos. I, I, don't, I look like a drug dealer. You know, um, I'm not a drug dealer, by the way. Yeah, but no, Any but you walk down, down the street... People are going to walk to the other side of the sidewalk. I'm just saying. Oh, let me explain something. You know, we can all change. We can all change. And I know, I know what I look like. I know that I don't look your conventional business owner. Now, when people, when I speak in the UK, people get me all wrong and they're expecting me to stick it. Right? True story. I get it. And then when they hear what comes out of my mouth and they, you know, they, they actually realize that they got me wrong. Now, if they're getting me wrong, how many other circumstances and people are you getting wrong on a day-to-day basis? We right. run over 5,000 meetings across the UK with my phone networking each year. You know, we're not messing about in the UK. And it's just like, I think that's the bit that I'm 45, 46 next, next month. And I basically bummed around uh, for the first 31 years of my life. My second book, by the way, I've got it here. This is Get Off Your Ass 2, right? 
you know, my book, I was told I couldn't call a book. Get off. Really called get off your arse. <laughs> Serious. I, I was told, I was told, I was told, let me show you something, Donna. I was told, this is my first book here, Get Off Your Arse, Get Off Your Arse 2. Now what? And my third book is called Life Business Just Got Easier. Let me just show you that. Right, boom. Now, the, 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 re the reason I say that and the reason I'm showing you that is to just understand that, here's the thing, I have no qualifications. Like not one, and yet somewhere along the way I've written four books, and somewhere along the way I get to speak to these global brands, and somewhere along the way I started, and that just shows you that we can all be a better version of ourselves. But it all starts with you, and it all starts with this. This is your biggest business tool, and people overlook that. People overlook that as they go, "Oh, it's my Facebook likes, or it's me automated, or it's my click funnels." Shut the fuck up. Your biggest business tool is this. Use I love it. it. You're absolutely right. So you grew up in a shit, you know, upbringing kind of style. Your own damn fault. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, being a shithead as a kid, I get it. I did a lot of the same things and did a lot of stuff. The only difference is I went to the Marine Corps. They kicked me around a little bit. And, <laughs> and uh, freaking, you know, I grew up a little bit, but still had a chip on my shoulder. I get it. Um, uh, and probably wasn't really until I was 27 that, that mm. I started to realize I needed to grow up a little bit. Yep. What happened to you at 31 that, that you were like, all right, time, enough's enough, quit screwing around, time to freaking, you know, lace the boots up and get to work? Newborn boy, baby Ben. Right? <laughs> my son came along. <laughs> my son came along, and for the first time in my life, it was no longer about me because everything that I did was all this short-term. Everything was short-term. My body was used to take me from one fun experience to the next fun experience to the next fun experience to the next fun experience. My boy came along, and for the first time in my life, it wasn't about me. It changed everything. And that's it. When I moved from, from it being about me, but not only from it about, about being about me in short-term, I also moved it from uh, for, it's now about them and, and working on the medium and long-term. And actually, you know, you, as a former Marine, let me tell you something. You can't do my press-ups for me. You know, if I want you to go and do some press-ups, guess what? I've got to fucking do it. And that was at the time when I realized that that's what needed to happen. So my, my son coming along changed everything. I, I get that. I get that. It's usually some sort of catalyst for me. It, it was my wife. And, you know, I realized, you know, when her and I were started dating, I was heavy in the bar scene. Well, before we started dating, I was heavy in the bar scene, heavy in the drugs, you know, partying my ass off, doing all Which stuff. ones? I've got to ask you, which ones? Which, which drugs? drugs? Everything yeah. by heroin. Yeah, likewise. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and people have asked me in the past, they're like, what was your favorite? I'm like, cocaine and ecstasy. Those are my two favorites. But Oh, come here, brother. <laughs> don't, don't listen, 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 listen. I, I get it. And, 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 and really fun times. Absolutely amazingly fun times. And I do believe uh, that what that time did was, was, was kind of expanding my mind to actually to understand that if you're off your head on drugs, you're seeing the world differently to them when you're, you're not. The same goes for this, like in my day-to-day -day business now, I look at the world differently to what I did when I was 31. And it's fascinating because I see opportunities that were always there, the signposts were always there, but I used to walk on by and now I don't. So what I realized, I think from my experience with drugs, if there's any positive takeaways, is that the world exists on so many levels and it all depends on what level you're looking at. The old days, I could go into a straight town, go to Texas, and I could go and find some drugs, right? right. That skill, that skill, I couldn't do that anymore. I wouldn't know what to do.
those are long gone as a skill. You know, I can't say that during my time of, of tinkering around with, with all that shit that, that I have any lessons come out of it because I think for me it was it was a completely escapism, right? You know, uh, that, I was as a result riding, of the military. Uh, no, not necessarily the military, just life in general. I, I you know, I, I was that kid that didn't know what the hell he wanted to be when he grew up. Right. So, so I did a whole podcast episode of where I was constantly, you know, running away from life, trying to get away from bad things. And every time I ran, dude, it got 10 times worse. Can I just jump in? Let me just yeah, jump in. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I say when I speak is the longer you run, the weaker you become. Yes. Right? That's, what I'm, that's what, when I'm a, when I keynote. The longer you run, the weaker you become. Whatever shit is going on in your life right now, stop, plant your feet and deal with it. When we moved into this posh house that I'm in now, right, in each of the corners of the room, I'm from like uh, uh, Manchester, which is urban. Where I live now, it's like rural, right? So when we moved into this house, in each of the corners of the room was a spider. And I said to the wife, I said, look, there's fucking spiders here. Do you want me to get them out? And my wife said, oh, it's okay. I don't mind small spiders. Small spiders grow into big fuck-off ones, right? So whatever you're running, right? True story. Where do you think they come from? Big spiders. Where the fuck do you think they come from? So whatever shit you've got going on in your life, fucking deal with it now while you're your strongest rather than running. Sorry. Yeah. But I no, no, I fucking love it because, because here's the deal. Is, um, it, was, it was one night. Hey, give my dog barking, by the way. I don't know what's going on here. I've got a dog that's barking. Uh, it'll, Sorry, happen. Go. it'll happen. But you know, for me, I don't even remember what the, the thing happened was. But at one point, I finally sat down and said, fuck, all I'm doing is running for myself. Right. Because everywhere I ran, there I was. Right. And it wasn't until I was like, all right, this is stupid. It's time to grow up a little bit. Let's 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 start taking on the world. And that's when my sales career and everything else really exploded. And I started figuring shit out um, uh, and getting after it. So now you are, let's talk about networking, dude, because I've got opinions. I've got big opinions. So, so you know about me, I'm, I'm, you know, my entire career was a straight commission sales guy. I mean, really that's, that's where I cut my teeth and everything. And I built some multi-million dollar businesses because of networking. Here's one fact that I believe to be true. 90% of people that network are doing it because they can't fucking sell. Right. I agree with you. So. Let me explain something about my phone networking. Yep. Phone networking is fundamentally different to any other fucking network in the world. We are the only network that allows you to go to any group. So as a member of BNI, you go to Texas fucking whatever it's called, Texas Fort whatever group every Thursday, and you meet the same people, this and the other. Phone networking, I've got a national network where there's 40 groups running every single day and you can be as a member, you can go anywhere. I'd absolutely agree with you. What I think we've sussed out is how to make that work for your every person. I am not a salesperson. I do not consider myself a salesperson. Um, I don't do objection handling. It's different over in the UK. But what I do is I sell through enthusiasm. That's how I sell. And the reason I created for networking was for the very reason that you just said, is that 90% of people who are in networking are doing it because they can't sell. I couldn't sell. So therefore, I created network, a network with a format that allows allowed me to be able to sell. And let me tell you something for your audience. We are coming to America. Coming to America. If you are interested in contact me, we are coming to America. Trust me. It's going to be a global network. Trust me. I love it. I love it. I love, you know, here's the interesting thing. And I love how you're pushing this because what, when I'm on stage, I tell people all the time, like, look, man, like if you're going to go network, go learn how to sell because the only way you're going to truly, truly find success is yeah. if you have people that you can bring into that network and help others grow their business. 
Great. Right. If, if you can't help other people grow their business and there's no fucking point of being in the networking game, because if you're trying to sell the people in that room, you're toast. Let me, let me, let me tell you something once again that I teach. All right. Dude, you and I are going to get on stage at one point together because I oh. think this would be a fucking blast. <laughs> oh, listen, listen. I go to the States every single year on vacation. I fucking love America. Uh, my actual family are over from Virginia. There's a story here. If it wasn't for World War II, I wouldn't be here. An American from Virginia, uh, Walter J. Loving, came over. He had sex with me, Grant, and then fucked off back to America during the Second World War. Left me, or left my dad. Over in the UK, so I, I I owe a lot to Virginia, quite frankly, and America. So um, I yeah, hundred percent as regards uh, speaking in America, that is something that I'm going to be doing in 2019. So I'd love to be able to share that with you, hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So oh, let me yeah, that yeah. was it. Let, get your pen, get your pen, get your All pen. Right. I'm going to tell you yeah. something. Right. So write this equation down. M L K T. M L K T. Right. Okay. So M L K T plus R E Q. Right. REQ plus PIR equals, right? So MLKT plus PIR plus REC equals sale. So I'm just going to share something with you now. This is what I teach people from a networking. Forgive me. My my wife will be back in a minute to stop the the dogs going off to bring the children back. So MLKT, meet, like, know, and trust. You and I have met each other. We like each other. We know we trust each other. So we've now got a level of trust and we've formed that over time. How long does that take? It all depends on the individual, right? 100%. So meet that no trust. Plus I've got, requ- I've got a requirement for what your product is. Plus the price is right equals a sale. If I, don't, if, if I don't like you, if I don't know you, if I don't trust you, I ain't fucking buying unless it's on a price basis. So that's how you can tra- track every single sale from networking. MLKT, did I like them? Did I know them? Did I trust them? Yep. They've got, do I have a requirement for their products? Yep. Is the price right? Yep. But we've got a sale. That's, I swear, that's the simplicity of it. I, I, Where I, people go wrong. Oh. No, go, 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 go. You're good. Keep rolling. Yes. Yeah. MLKT plus requirement uh, plus price is right equals sale. I'm telling you, you can track every single networking sale as to why it succeeded or why it failed based on that. All equation. right. So this is going to be funny. So when I'm on stage, the one yeah. thing that I say all the time is I hate the phrase, no like, and trust. I think right. you should take that phrase. This is my opinion, right? And throw it in the fucking trash. In the fucking bin. I get it, yeah. Yep. And it's because most people that are in the sales game, all they want to do is go make friends, right? I do not have to be a friend with you to fucking do business with you. I do I have to trust you to get the job done. So- so it comes down to if I don't trust you, I don't give a shit what you got. I'm not buying from you. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. And listen, this isn't about making friends. I understand that. Now, what we've got in the UK is a completely softer version of the that American apprentice tar woo fucking sell at any cost. We don't have that in the UK. And, and Those guys you shouldn't have last. it in the US either, right? Yeah, true story. But let, let me tell you something. The whole way that. Like in the UK, I've kind of revolutionized this thing because, as I said to you, I'm not a salesperson yet. I sell loads of shit because I'm enthusiastic. But I will only put my name to something if I 100% believe in it. Not 99.9. I won't do that. I cannot sell stuff. People say, oh, you can sell sand to the Arabs. Nah, I can sell them air conditioning units, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who can only, like, and this might be like alien to you, but I'm going to share it with you. Money is not my fucking motivator anymore. 
right? I'm at right. a level from a financial perspective. You've got Grant Cardone, 10 yeah, 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 make more money. To it's bullshit. Got, thank you. Right, so, you know, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know where you stood with that. But let me tell you something. For the vast majority of people tuning into this, you are not going to have a fucking Learjet. And if your goal is to have a Learjet, you are going to become very, very upset with your life. Yeah, you're going to lose. Thing, yep. Well, but you, you know, the thing is, one of the goals that I had was to get a Lamborghini, okay? I could go and get a Lamborghini tomorrow, right, or today. And then I realised when I got the money, I don't want a fucking Lamborghini. And I realised that the reason I'd get a Lamborghini is so the neighbours could see that I've got a Lamborghini and I'd beep up fucking women that I shouldn't be beeping at. I'd take corners faster than I shouldn't be. And this is why things go out of control because people lose what they stand for. You know, looking at Grant Cardone's fucking chat about what he does in 24 hours, he spends 45 minutes with his family, 10 hours hustling and grinding. Fucking go back to bed, Grant. Seriously, what the fuck are you working for? <laughs> what are you working for? Right. What the fuck are you working for? It's like a fucking computer game where, you, like, you're on the iOS, where you just press the fucking button to get a higher score, and you just sit there pressing the fucking button all day, and then your life comes to the end of it, and you just think, oh, what the fuck have I just done that for? Let me tell you something. What I'm about, what I'm about is I'm about making a positive difference. I am making a fucking positive difference across the UK right now because I've realised something, that money isn't where happiness lies. It's not. I thought it did. I got myself fucking in a right mess. A right mess. Seven years ago, I had a nervous breakdown. My marriage was on the fucking rock. I was, uh, fucking how many kilos is it? 24 kilos heavier. 24 kilos. I could show you a picture of me. And, one second. Uh, this, is, this isn't possibly a 24 kilos heavier picture. Right? <laughs> and I had moody hair. Boom. But the reality was, is I'd lost control. I'd lost control of my life because I was, I was trying, I was chasing that success. Success. That's what I ended up with. Success. I was fucking ill. Because I was chasing what society told me I needed to be. In order to be an entrepreneur, you need to have a fucking Rolls Royce Phantom. You need to have glass offices. You need to, you know, I'll tell you what you need to be to be an entrepreneur. You. Fucking you. That is it. Right? And I'm telling you something. Stop fucking having osmosis about everyone else's dreams. Fuck what everyone else tells you. Because if you go on Instagram, it'll drive you fucking mad looking at 25-year-olds with fucking Lamborghinis and stuff. And you think you will hang about? I'm sweating. I've not got a Lamborghini, so you feel like a piece of shit. And here's the thing: what we end up doing is we end up comparing our lives to other people. We end up comparing our lives to other people. And what we need to do is compare our lives to us. Compare. So on a scale of one to ten, uh, Trump, for instance, right? Scale of one to ten, Trump's up here. That's Trump in terms of success, right? And then fucking Brad Burton is down here. Now, if I compare Brad Burton, the old former drug addict, right, compared to me now, I'm here. If I compare myself to Trump, I'm here. Stop comparing yourself to other fucking people. Compare you to you. And when you start doing that, then all of a sudden, that's, that's why I walk around. I'm walking around like a fucking 10 out of 10 because I believe it, because my, my scale is on me, not on fucking the rest of the world. I've come from fuck all. I've come from nothing, fucking nothing. And I'm in a position, position right now where I don't have to work. Fucking hell, fire. What the fuck is that about? So my success is just that, success, not success, success, which I believe when everyone's chasing this fucking hustle and grind mentality, win at any cost, I believe you end up with it, success. You're fucking chasing the wrong fucking race. You you and I so agree on this. I mean, uh, I I do enjoy some of what guys like Gary Vee say, okay? Oh, no Uh, question. What I hate hate is the 16-hour, 17-hour workdays. Go to bed, you cunt. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because, because, dude, I'm grinding in my business. I'm grinding to my level of I want to fucking work, right? 
right? My choice, my call, and I'm putting in the freaking hours. You know, but, but you know, guy, there guys like Gary V that thrive off of that world. Fucking go get it, right? Let, let me let me let me tell you. Gary wants to own the New York Jets or the Knicks or whatever in fucking yep. follow, but whatever he wants to own, he's going to end up owning it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. At what cost? Right. At what cost? Because I tell you something right now, I end up with everything from a financial perspective. I was burnt out. I was two two uh, fucking twenty four kilo heavier. Right. I was 20, I had a nervous breakdown, and what that means for for the Americans uh, tuning in, it means you come fucking temporarily mad because of the pressure. And I remember walking my dog Tyson. People expect me to have a Rottweiler, a fucking Labradoodle, right? I'm walking Labradoodle Tyson, <laughs> true story. And I'm walking down the country lane where I live, and I remember crying. I'm crying seven years ago. So what am I now? 46, so 39. I'm crying, saying to myself, I just want to feel normal. I just want to feel normal. I just want to feel normal. I kept repeating it over and over again whilst crying at 39 years old. Because I, I fucking I turned myself into a fucking machine. Hustling and grinding, success, success, success. Success is being comfortable. True success is this, me being me, and I can turn up at a speaking gig and I can be me at the highest level in the UK I'm speaking at. And I can turn up and I can be me. That's success. If you've got to pretend to be something you're not in order to win business or in order to, to, fit, to fit in, that's not success. You've yeah, just dude. fucking lost. No, it's, it's so awesome because, you know, when I really first got into sales, for me, success was the guys drove, you know, wore the three-piece suits. They had the badass cars, right? And a fucking pocket watch. Yeah, yes, yes. Dude, oh, so, that's so what I'm talking about. I, yeah. I was fucking trying to do all of that. And, you know, here's the truth. I found tremendous success in doing that. I did. I, I, I mean, I, I found tremendous success. However, the difference between I didn't get sick, all my, trans, all my sales became transactional versus relationships and longevity because i didn't give a shit about the people i get it so what we end up doing right i think true success and i'm going to sound like a fucking hippie from woodstock i think true success is being happy I wanted to jump in here and take a second to let our sponsors tell you a little bit about what they do. Guys, do me a favor and check them out. They're really helping this show become what it's becoming. Support for this podcast comes from Point Blank Safety Services and Blue Family Fund. Point Blank Safety Services does safety differently. We know everyone is on a journey, and we want to make sure you get where you're going safely. Professional, trained, ready. There's really no comparison. Here's why hiring Point Blank Safety for your next project will make all the difference and save you huge amounts of stress and hassle. Point Blank Safety Services provides certified, uniformed police officers for a full suite of armed guard services. Don't leave the safety of your project to chance. If you're ready to make sure safety truly comes first for your next project, then visit us at pointblanksafety.com. Blue Family Fund helping dependents of law enforcement families on their journeys. Blue Family Fund is a nonprofit that raises funds and offers financial support through higher education scholarships for dependents of law enforcement officers and by providing financial assistance for families of fallen law enforcement officers. Every dollar donated will go to the families of police officers, either through scholarships to dependents of police officers or as aid to fallen officers' families. Visit us at bluefamilyfund.com. And now back to the show. 
right? Like, I'm not religious. I'm none of these fucking idiots who does all that, whatever, you know, thank you so much. I'm not all that shit, right? You know what I mean? You get that when somebody speaks, fuck off, right? I'm not into that. That's not me, right? But what I will say to you is this. I think true success is being happy. And when you're not happy, but you've got a load of money, that's when you start doing dash shit because people under pressure don't make great shit, uh, great, great decisions. So in the event that you're unhappy, right? You've got a load of money. That's when you start finding fun. Fun is cocaine. Fun is lap dancers. Fun is buying eight bottles of champagne. Fun is putting a sparkle on the thing and everyone's seeing you. That's fun. When you're happy and you've got, uh, what do you call it? When, you, when, you're, when you're happy, you don't do as much fun. Why? Because you're already happy. But yeah. the reason we do fun is because we're unhappy. So when we do fun, buying a stupid car, fucking buying drugs, da 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 We do it to make us happy. So here's what I teach people. Look, let's get you fucking happy. Then once you've got your foundations as happy, then we can start building the business. Because if we, if you're unhappy and you build your business and you start making money, that's when you're going to start unraveling. That's when you're going to start doing the big rails of fucking cocaine. I've been there. <laughs> Same. So, you know, it's so, I mean, here's what I, my wife and I talk about this quite often. The one thing, married? That, uh, 13 years, we'll be 13 this year. Go on, friend. Go on. You know, um, so, so, so here's what we talk about and, 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 it's, and it's so fun. We have our dream house, our dream property, our farm, you know, we have everything that we want. It's our forever home, Wonderful. right? Right. Wonderful. Um, it's not a massive house. I'm, I'm, I'm on some acreage, right? It doesn't need to be. I'm not in this game to fucking impress a fucking soul. <laughs> Yes, right. Yes. So, so it makes it so much fun. And I keep telling her, I said, as we continue to climb and build this life together and having fun, we've got it. Right. So we're not shooting for the Lear jets and all that. We're shooting to what we call our freedom zone. Right. And that's all we want to get is our freedom zone. And we're almost there. It's, it's a lot. You know, of fun. You know something, you know something, here's the thing. Something is going to run out first. Your ambition or your ability. True. Right? Think about that. Vision or ability. Now, my ability isn't going to run out anytime soon. My ambition, you know, I've done something that I'd never, somebody fucking called me out on Facebook a few weeks ago. Oh, well, Tony Robbins has got 300 million. Fucking good luck to him. Right, really? Fucking crack on. Why the fuck are you flying around the world for what? Is it to make a positive difference or is it to make a load of fucking money? And if it's to make a load of money, what is the fucking point? Like, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. What is the fucking point? Yep. You get more money and then there comes a point when you can, you know, one of the things that I do when I go on vacation, I go to Disney, isn't it? And I will stay in probably the second or third best hotel in Disney property. Why? Because I wouldn't fit in the first one because I'd have to wear a polo shirt and I'd have to look like a fucking chad. Right? And the reality, yeah, but I would. Right. And actually, this, you know, I'd have to be at another fucking maitre d'. I do not know to this day what a fucking maitre d does. I don't. I swear, if you said to me, there's a million pounds, fucking, you've got to tell me what a maitre d does. I've got no fucking idea. So that's the kind of guy I am, right? And then having to pretend to be something you're not in order to fit because you bought yourself into a seat on the set. Fuck that shit. You know, I went to a Disney cruise two years ago. And, you know, the, the, I went to the, the, the dining room and you had all the fucking waiters and stuff. And I just went, you know what? It's not for me. I'm just fucked up and done got a burger upstairs on the fucking thing. And this is what it's about. Finding your level. Find your yeah. level. Find your level. Find your level. Find your level. Whatever your level is, 
Now, you know, you and your forever home with your, with your forever wife, yep. fucking great. Music to my fucking ears. If you're telling me you want to go and get a lady, let me tell you a story. Oh, fucking here we go. So I'm, um, <laughs> I'm having, I'm, I'm having, I'm having a uh, fucking taking this conversation. A hundred dollar steak with a friend of mine at a place called Galtrow's in the UK. Like the most expensive steak I've ever had in my fucking life. I went, what the fuck? I said, did this come with like a free PlayStation Four? He's like, what the fuck? Hundred dollars for steak. Anyway, fries were like twenty dollars. Fucking, he got a proper job, right? So I'm having this steak with my friend, and he's got a. Uh, three million dollar business that he started a few years ago and, and he's a working class lad like me from from nothing and i'm eating this steak and i says to him says that well, well done danny on, on what you've achieved with your three million dollar business and he goes yeah but i'm not stopping there so go on he said million pound 14 million dollar business oh, why is that danny he says you know so i can get the nice things from my family I said like what he said you know the nice things no no i don't tell me specifically and he had no fucking idea. I stumped him. I said, you stupid twat. I said, you are working your bollocks off and you've no idea why. Because society, you got locked in a cold shed when you were seven by your father. And he said, you know what? You never know. Some fucking bullshit reason as to why you are working towards a $14 million business. I said, how old is your boy now, Jude? And he says, five. I said, how long do you reckon it's going to take you to get that $15 million business? He says, seven years. I said, your boy, Jude when he's 12 or 13, and let's say, for instance, it's going to take him more, a bit longer than that. Do you really think he's going to think, fuck me, thank fuck with, you know, with gold fucking cutlery? And we end up chasing shit that we don't really fucking want, thinking that that is where happiness lies, that success is on the next corner, it's on the next corner, it's on the next corner, happiness is on the next corner. It's always fucking just outside your reach. And this is what I'm content. And people think I'm the fucking thick one. I've got people calling me out saying that I'm not, I've got self-limiting beliefs. I've achieved more. Oh, listen, my fucking uh, resume, I should have been a fucking bank robber. Let me be quite clear <laughs> there, right? Right? So from what I've achieved, the fact that I'm not even in fucking side, and I've achieved a multi-million dollar business in the UK, I've written four of the highest rated business books in the UK, and I'm the UK's number one motivational business speaker. What the fuck? When does this shit end? I'm quite comfortable. But if that is all I ever did in my world, I'll be good. That's fucking awesome. You know, it's, it's wild to me um, what people are chasing. So, so last night I gave a speech at an event and, you know, I'm probably almost as loud as you in front of a room um, and the profanity is going to be just as bad. But, um, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting standing in front of these people. And I had just got done telling the room that, that you know, you've got to be your authentic self. Fucking, you know, however you act, however you dress, however you carry yourself, you know, you've got to be yourself on sales. Because as soon as you try and become somebody else, you lose it, right? And, and, and it's game over. Well, no sooner had I made that statement. Um, uh, well, actually, it was right after the, the, the presentation. A gentleman walked up to me. And as he walked up to me, um, he had this really big, gnarly mustache. And we get to talking. And on his tie clasp, he's got this mustache. It's got these big curly cues on it as a tie clasp. And I'm like, that's a really cool tie clasp. And he goes, oh, I go all out. And he pulls open his shirt. And he's got this mustache, uh, tie, you know, uh, cufflinks on his shirt. And I'm like, what's up with all the freaking you know, mustache stuff? And he goes, well, what you can't see is I've got this huge ass handlebar mustache, but what I, he goes, but I, but I represent a bank 
and you know people won't respect me if I have this big handlebar mustache, you know, flowing in a three-piece suit. I looked right at him. I'm like, "Fuck off, dude! <laughs> you know, let that thing fly." I'm like, "It's you, man. It's 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 your brand, it your story." You know. And, go ahead. You know, I um, I've just been heading up a, a national campaign in the UK. It launches in two days' time for a national bank, uh, and it's called the hashtag's going to be "Be More You," and it's like about being you. Fundamentally, we leak the truth. We leak the truth. And as you say, if you're lying in any transaction, ultimately, you're either going to get a really good fucking liar, which actually isn't a good trait, or you're going to get found out. Yes. Oh, and that's why I tell you, you know, it's the same thing on a sales call. If you go in on a sales call and you're not yourself, it's going to become a transactional sale because at some point, your real self is going to come out and you're going to be yeah, caught. And when you're caught, you know, people, you're going to lose that trust factor because you've been trying to be somebody you're not and it's game over in a conversation. Yeah. Same thing. And that's why in my world, you know, all you get is this. You just get me. And consequently, I think that's why I think so many people in life end up being something they're not to fit in. And actually, I used to watch The Apprentice and go, okay, so they wear matching socks with a matching shirt and then fuck off, Brad, you stupid twat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, but I used to think that was the model of success. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't want to be on The Apprentice. I don't want to fucking go and speak to some dickhead to tell me how to run my life. Actually, you know what? I am my own fucking apprentice, right? I'm my own teacher. I'm my own boss. That's the great thing about it. And you can be anything that you want. Now, why it took me 31 years of my life to, 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 to actually finally turn the corner and get, and get real. Why it took baby Ben, who's no longer a baby right now, he's like 15, to, 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 before I started changing it. It was about belief. I didn't believe that I could ever amount to anything. And I kind of played that record over and over again. It was like an operating system on Windows. You know, the kind of outdated operating system. And I had to update it. I had to wipe my hard drive and start again. And, and, and that was, you know, that was a tricky thing to do. Because I started my business with 20, uh, 40,000 US dollars in debt. Like, no investment, nothing. All I had was three things, ideas, vision, and belief. And it's about belief, and it's about belief, and it's about belief. And if you don't 100% believe in your business idea, fucking throw it in the bin, because the people you're trying to sell your products and services to, they won't believe in it either. I, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, um, I'm not a, a huge, like, Star Wars fan, but there is... I am. Okay, good. I am. I don't know. Do which, or do not. <laughs> well, good. Well, maybe you can help me out. I don't because I don't know which which one of the shows it is. But there is a show where Luke Skywalker is dealing with Yoda, and Yoda says, "You got to go in the cave and fight your fear." Fucking Luke walks into the cave, and he's going to be confronting his biggest fear he ever has. And out walks Darth Vader. Right in this cave, they start a sword fight. They start a duel. Luke slashes down Darth Vader. He falls, lands on the ground. Empire strikes back. Empire Strikes Back. All right. Darth Vader's mask pops open. Do you remember what Luke sees? Him. Yeah, he sees himself. And as soon as I saw that, I went, that's it. Your biggest fear in life is yourself. And until you're willing to freaking face yourself Mm -hmm. and face your own truths, you're never going to get anywhere in life. I've got something on on one of my slides that I used for a presentation to do next next thing. Do you have a company called Snap on Tools? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm speaking for them uh, next week uh, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, the International Conference Center, yeah. Um, But I've got a presentation together, which is uh, know who your enemy is. And what I mean by that is self-doubt, fear, fear. 
you know, what people say about you, the, the past, the future, all these things are enemies. But also equally important is know who your friends are. You know, once again, exactly the same courage, uh, belief, friends. And you need to, once you ascertain who, what these things are, you can build on it. But what people do, they go through autopilot in life. And what ends up happening is those hours become days, those days become weeks, those weeks become months, those months become years, those years become a life. And they're on autopilot doing the same shit every single day. And actually on autopilot, and that's the bit that I did. I said, to, to, I, you know, for 31 years, I thought the autopilot kept me safe. And what it did, it kept me exactly where I was. Yes. So that's why I had to turn it off. And that's what I urge people to do is to get uh, into your days and into your time and focused about why and what you're doing. Yeah, it's it's so funny. I love that because yeah, you know, I get I get all these senior salespeople all the time. You know, fifties, sixties, and you know they're like, I've got twenty years in sales. I'm like, and and I love it, especially when they tell me they're looking for a job. They're like, I got twenty years in sales and I'm on the marketplace. I'm like, well, if you got twenty years in sales, why, why are you, you on the marketplace? Yeah, and uh, they're like, well, because you know I, I'm looking for that next adventure. I'm like, look. You don't have 20 years in sales. You have year one repeated 20 times. You never Boom. evolved. You never grew. You never fucking learned True anything. Soda. True and, and, soda. Yeah, you don't get punched in the face because you're trying for it and screwing shit up. You know, yep. then, then you're never going to amp up to a level. And I tell people quite often, you either decide to get okay with where you're at and then and stop lying to yourself that you're going to get the Learjets, Lamborghinis and all that. True, you actually freaking go for it. Yeah, exactly. One or the other. You know, what I say about this is it's going to be a long, arduous and frustrating journey if you don't know where you're heading for. If you do know where you're heading for, it's going to be long and fucking arduous. Get used to it. That's the reality <laughs> of it. You know, and, and, and I think today's day and age is horrible in that this whole internet fucking click funnel bullshit, sponsored link shite. Hey guys, a video, video. It's just fucking garbage because for the vast majority of people, you, I, I'm yet to come across a single fucking person in the last 14 years or whatever before networking, a single person, not one person, not one person who has become a fucking millionaire as a result of a fucking Facebook online course or a video. Not fucking one. And that's the thing that I think that this whole thing, people want to believe that there's a, a, an almost Vegas type fucking 777 press start that just keeps churning money out. Man, I've been fucking, initially anyway, uh, 10 years I reckon I, I worked, 10 years, no, it's been nine. Nine years, 60 hour weeks at least, at least for nine years. Only then, only then do I get to the point where actually I could technically retire. Nine fucking years. Put me in my business plan as well as a forward by J.K. Rowling. It was a work of fucking fiction. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. Um, you know, I love telling people the one thing I never want to do is win the fucking lottery. And here's why: <laughs> I don't want to win the lottery because I haven't earned that kind of cash. I have no idea how to keep it. That's so exactly all- what I said before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you, and you know something. When money has no value, it has no value. Yeah, I'll tell you a story. I got a friend What's of mine. I got a friend of mine with 20 um, supercars. He's got three Bugattis, three Bugatti Veyrons, right? Fucking 1.1 million pounds, 1.1 million pounds, and 1.7 million pounds in special edition. 20 fucking supercars. And I, I went to his house and he's got gold taps, gold fucking taps. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, fucking hell. I said, I don't think much of these gold taps. He said, what, what do you mean? I said, no, you can get platinum ones with diamonds in. 
And I went, fucking mate, when you're buying gold taps, you've lost control of your fucking life. Let me tell you another story. I've got another friend of mine. He has a, um, uh, I'm doing the fucking, uh, the currency trade at the same time. $12 million uh, property in Mayfair in, in London. And when I goes to see him, he takes me downstairs to his, his basement. And in his basement, he turns the lights on and he's got fucking, it's like Fast and the Furious. Bing, bing, bing. These fucking lights come on. And he's got himself a 40-seat cinema. <laughs> I went, fucking, I said, he's, he's, he's going through a divorce at the moment. True story. He's excavated the fucking basement to put a 40-seat cinema. It's got popcorn machines. It's got this, that, and the other. It's got uh, soda fountains, the fucking lot. I went, fucking hell, Steve. I said, you know what you need now? He said, what's that, Brad? I said, 38 fucking friends. <laughs> when you said it the first thought ran through my house my, my head was i don't want that many fucking people in my house you know <laughs> this is my pet you know this is my domain but, but this is the thing though that i think is that you, you end up chasing this shit thinking once again <clears throat> so i just said to you before he's going through a divorce so he's going through a divorce he's unhappy when you're unhappy and you can make a load of money people under stress don't make great decisions i know this so he's under stress so what is he going to do? I know what I'll do when I'm under stress. I'll do a fucking home cinema with 40 seats. What the fuck is going on? Because I've got money. I said yeah. it before. That's when you start doing that shit. So when you just said then about this whole thing about winning lottery, when you stop having money has, has no value, when, it is, when you've got unlimited funds, the fun drops out of it. I've got an arcade machine. I have a full-size arcade cabinet with fucking 8,000 games. It is my Lamborghini. It is the thing <laughs> that I wanted above everything. Right, like above everything, because and it goes back to me being eight years old and looking at the thing is and saying, "You sat on my computer, saying I'm going to have one of these one day." Right. So, but what I've got a situation with is I had to earn that, and when I earn that, I, I pay real money for it. But I've never lost that, and I think that this hyper wealth, when you start buying a fucking eighty thousand pound watch or a hundred thousand dollar watch or the fucking rapper mentality, with what the fuck is going on? You've lost control. You've lost control of stuff that doesn't matter. I. I Today, today, fucking, before I, I, I was on this call, I've literally drove back from a friend of mine who has terminal cancer and he's going to be dead within the next four fucking weeks. And it was his birthday today. Mm. It was his birthday today. Andrew Von Gorton. I've just wow. been to see him. Andrew's birthday card. He's 44 today. He's, he's not going to last. By, by the end of the next four weeks, he's gone. Wow. Right? That puts it all in fucking perspective because whatever fucking wealth and riches he's got, he would fucking give it all up today. And yep. this is what I say to people, right? It's all fucking fun and games, all this shit. And, it, and everyone's tuning into this right now has something that one of the richest men in the world doesn't have. Steve fucking Jobs. Steve Jobs would give you every fucking cent of Apple reserves to have one day of your life. And what do you think he'd do with that day? Hmm, I need to work on iOS 12.7. No, what do you fuck? He'd go say the things that he needed to say to his family. He'd go and give his kids an extra hug. And I say to you this, that this whole thing, understand this. Steve Jobs would give you every single cent of Apple reserves for one day of your life. What does that say? It says that today is as important as the last day of your life. But the difference is you take today for granted because you think you're going to have a fucking million. Right? Well, let me tell you something. If you live till 90 years old, you live for 5,000 weeks, 90 years old. I am now 46. So I'm halfway through my life on the best, the best chance. The more likely fucking figure is I'm two thirds through my life. That's the best case scenario that I can wish for. So here's the thing we take today for granted. 
We take our health for granted. We take our friends for granted. And we spend time, Grant Cardone style, chasing shit that doesn't matter. Pressing a button every single day to get more fucking money for a Learjet. Fuck off. Get the All day long, dude. Dude, I so appreciate you, man. It's, 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 it's the truth. And, mate, and mate, let me tell you. My friend today is in his fucking front room in a fucking bed that the, the, the hospital had provided. Literally, 90 minutes ago, I was with him. He, he's going to die in four weeks fucking time. Everything that he worked for, all his plans, all his pension, all that, it's gone. And this is what I try to fucking instill in people. It's all fun and games and people think, oh, yeah, no, no. What I need to do is I need to go and get some $750 loafers. Shut the fuck up and grow up, you cunt. <laughs> well, you know, there's a flip side of that, too. And this is the other one that I hear all the time is, Donnie, I'd love to go for it. I'd love to try a new job and, and go bigger and crazier. But I've got a house payment. I've got kids. I've got cars. <laughs> I've got, you know, all this yeah. stuff. I'm like, lose it all. Bet it all. Who gives a flying fuck? It's stuff. Donnie, I, I always ask this question when somebody hits me with that. Well, let me ask you this question. You've got a job at the moment. They say, yeah. Say, if you lose your job, so if you walk out of that job and you start your business and it doesn't work, what will you do? I'll go and get another job, which is exactly the same point where you start started. I said, here's the thing. Here is the thing. I said, have you ever met someone who has started their own business that starved to death? And they go, no. Well, what's the risk? The risk is if it doesn't fucking work out, you go and get a job which is exactly where you started. You're not going to starve. You're not going to be fucking burning your furniture. You'll find a way. But I'll tell you something, Donna. Here's the thing. People don't want to hear this shit. What they want to do is they want to go on a fucking seminar, platinum seating, VIP lanyards, lunch with the fucking yeah. speakers, and believe that somewhere along the way, here's the thing. People say, uh, no pain, no gain. Well, let me tell you something. It's no pain, pain, no gain. When I go to the gym, you'll see, I've just I've been in gym for the last seven years, but people will go in there at the fucking gym and they'll go, oh yeah, direct debit, and they'll fill the direct debit form in. So, you know, and they think that that's where the pain is. They think the pain is signing and joining for the gym. No, the pain is going to the fucking gym four times a fucking week and stop eating cakes. Now, this is the thing, this whole thing about this today's society is fucked up because you've got people going... The message that I give, right, and I better mind I've achieved it. I've done it slow, but methodical and also uh, consistent. People don't want to listen to this message. They want to go and buy $7,500 on a fucking platinum VIP seat to go and sit 20 foot in, in front of their entrepreneur fucking guru instead of 40 foot back. What the fuck's going on? And save yourself $3,000. Yeah, but I'm hoping for a photograph. Let me tell you something. I've got a fucking photograph with a bomber. Fucking in for fucking four and a half thousand dollars. What the fuck is going on? As if somehow having a photograph with Obama, boom, that's you sorted. The fucking myth. The whole thing is a fucking myth on it. And I tell you, in the UK, I'm bringing that whole fucking that whole bullshit down. I've got a track record of of, of going into fucking markets and disrupting them. I did it with networking. B and I in the fucking I went fucking head to head with a global organisation and twatted them over in the UK. And then the fucking book writing. Same goes for me in, in Dinga. Then I'm doing it with the, uh, the personal development world. The personal development world, all these charlatans, I am coming for fucking you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And every I single morning it. I check, every single morning I check the bombs underneath my fucking car. I'm telling you, these fuckers <laughs> are coming for you. I love it. You know, uh, the, the last thing I want, I want to throw at that, the only reason the assholes are spending the, the $400,000 to get 40 rows forward is because they're trying to impress all the other assholes sitting around them that are trying to impress you. Right? 
<laughs> fucking done it. Done it. Let me tell you something. I'm stealing that in the UK. Mate, I'm having that. Let yeah, me be it's honest. yours. I, it's yours. But you know what? When we're friends, it's fine. It's not stealing when we're friends. That is coming to the UK. Dude. I'm having that. Fucking Dude. love that. What I always tell everybody is like, look, nobody's really invented anything new. We're all just stealing and borrowing everybody else's shit and repackaging as their own. So, and my rule is, is I'll say, give you credit the first time. I'll give you credit the second time, the third time. I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> oh my God. Done it. Done it. We, we need to go on a stage together. Done oh it. dude, I'm telling you. I just fell in love with you. I just <laughs> fell in love with you. That is fucking awesome. That is, mate, that's another one I'm stealing. How cool are you? You're the coolest cat I've ever fucking got in my life. Mate, you're a fucking awesome. ace. I want one. I want one on it in the UK. Awesome. Love that. Uh, we'll yeah, make that happen. Talking. All right, Keep so, talking. So, so, I'm going to put it out there. Uh, I will get yeah. a speaking engagement in the UK before the year's out. I'm coming. Good lad. I'm coming. Well, I'm coming. Listen, I'll be interested in over in the States there. Keep your ears to the ground. Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, brother, this has been a blast, man. I have enjoyed yeah. the, a lot of this, man. I really <laughs> know you. Um, uh, these are the kind of guests that I just love geeking out on, man. I just have a fun time. So, um, how does everybody get in touch with you? If they want to get your books, they want to freaking send you a message, whatever. How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, you know what? Every social media platform, Google, Brad Burton. I'm, there's a there's a guy in the states who's a real estate guy, and, and I'm the good-looking Mancunian from the UK. <laughs> Boom. Brad Burton, go on Google, man. Awesome, awesome. All right, brother. Here's how I like to wrap up every show, and I do stump some people with this. All right, so so stand by. Um, if you were going to leave the champions who listen to this show business owners, entrepreneurs, people on their journey that are at that spot, they know they want to level up, but maybe they're stacked up against it, don't know how to make that next step. Um, if you were going to leave them with a quote, a phrase, a saying, a mantra, something they can take with them on their yep. journey, what would be that okay. quote or phrase you would say? Remember this. A mistake is only a mistake after the event. Up until the first time, uh, up, up until that point, no, okay, that's that again. a mistake is only a mistake after the event. Up until that point, it's a correct decision. No one, including me, wakes up and says, you know what, I'm going to go and fuck up today, but occasionally I do. So here's the thing. What makes an expert? An expert is someone that has made all the mistakes in a particular niche field. If you want to be an expert or consider an expert in your field, make mistakes. Freaking love it. Brad, man, this has been an honor, dude. I've really enjoyed oh, this conversation, dude. We love you. Seriously. Fucking, I'm genuinely, I, I get pinged all day long. Fuck it, I've enjoyed this massively. Awesome, it's been a pleasure. All right. Stay out of trouble, kid. If you need content for your company and you're struggling to figure out what should I put out there, how should I put it out there, or you know what can I do to make my company get more exposure on social media, go check out Success Champions. US. You know, because of the podcast boom, several people are really looking in to launch their own podcasts, their own shows, so they can get their own message out there. Well, why don't you come hang out with us? We've got a, a Facebook group called So You Want a Podcast. And, you know, just go to Facebook, type in So A Comma you want to podcast and come hang out with a bunch of us as, as I teach everything that I've learned on my journey to running a successful, profitable show. So check us out. So you want a podcast. Looking forward to seeing you there. Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. 
Man, we're just proud to to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages. We get the DMs, the emails, and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows. And that just means the world to us. We really are changing how the world networks. We've poured our heart and soul into Success Champions Networking, and it continues to grow. So if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure, absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals, go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success, because that's what it means to be a success champion.